Yeah, baby. Beautiful. <laughs> that was I thought you had a song you were gonna go into or something. Oh after this. Wasn't that it? I was gonna do a little thirty-eight special, but yeah. uh, I wasn't cued in. Too many notes. Yeah. We have a hold on loosely is what I was but I held on to nothing. <laughs> you you held on way more loosely than you should have before we got in. Good morning this. and good afternoon. Good evening, buenas noches. Buenas tardes, buenos dias. We are bilingual here on OTM. Did you know that? No, I didn't, didn't know that. Just now, <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> Could I get a translator in here, please? Yes. Where is uh, fact checker, intern, translator? Where'd she go? She was here just a second ago. I could have swore. Yeah, I mentioned no pay, and she left. Yeah, <laughs> darn it. So I told you not to say anything about that. Way to go, J-Rat. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am Jarrett Weimer. I'm Martin Meyer. And this is Outside the Mic, where we banter and discuss music-related topics, songs, occasional B-side, and we get the lyrics wrong. How about it, folks? Yeah, that was. I love the way you said it last time, and I was going to write that down in my mm-hmm. voluminous pile of notes that I have now. You know how it goes where you go from no research to suddenly you have a huge pile of research. That I seems to I'm, be the case on this, yeah. this episode. <laughs> I think it does. We have um, a leaf for our podcast table, and we finally discussed, should we add in the leaf? Yeah, and I my vote is yes. I see, and I like that minimalist style where we've got a small, but at this point, yeah. there is zero uh, open space on this table. Anyways, It folks, could be dangerous, because you do. When you have more space, you will obviously fill it. Yeah, and if we had a fire on like this table, Newton's law, or everything. Like if we have fire, on, dangerous. Good, good thing we don't smoke. <laughs> That's right. Just to let you know, we're not smoking on outside the mic, no, ladies and gentlemen. No, sir. Um, this is episode five. We are so glad that we are able to be here. It's not far into this adventure, but it is far enough to where we've got a pretty good idea of what we're doing and what we're up to and kind of where we're headed. I, yeah, I'm glad you feel that confident <laughs> about it. This, I, Just saying that again, episode five, that just doesn't... Man, time flies. I'm I think of Star you. Wars. You, you know do. what I mean? Like, this is... We're talking like Luke... I'm your father status at this point. Wow. Actually, fact check. I think that was episode four. Oh, my God. Don't <sighs> fact check anything when it comes to keeping track of Star Wars, ep- Star Wars episodes. Because <laughs> yeah, I literally get so confused when I try to do that. What is up with, with the the different uh, rabbit holes Star Wars has now? You've got Rogue One. You've got oh, yeah. they're the continuing uh, you know, Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker. Now they're doing Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Which, great show, by the way, but I like still, that. Yeah. we've got all these different avenues, which I understand that the galaxy far, far away is huge, <laughs> but for us that need a little hone-in action, Yeah, that's a, that's a lot to keep up with. You can, I tried, and I still don't understand, because you can obviously Google search that, and it gives you, if you take into account everything they've done, including The Mandalorian, the new one, which we like to call Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, <laughs> yes. Everybody loves Baby Yoda. <laughs> Uh, it's so cool, but it's so hard to keep track of. There's literally like 12 different projects that fall into that timeline, and I'm so confused. Uh, it's You have to read that and study it. Unless, I, I got to give credit to real Star Wars, like hardcore fans, because they probably know it and yeah. probably sound stupid. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm blown away if they can keep track of that. That's all I got to say. Me too. As far as I'm concerned... Anakin's a kid, Luke is old, and Darth Vader just died. (laughs) Two out of the three are the same. There's a simple formula. Write that down. Right there. (laughs) Way to go, Jarrett. That'll help me. Let me see. Anakin's old, Luke just died. Okay, it all makes sense now. Right. Got it. We are uh, historians of the uh, Star Wars galaxy, and may the Force be with you, Martin. We diverge. And do Star Wars. Oh, music, you said? This is a music podcast? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, uh, we've got some shout-outs to do here on episode five. 
Um, first, I'd like to just recognize uh, my good friend Todd Erskine, yeah. who has been, uh, he has been plugging away since episode one and mm. really supporting us. Right on. And um, he's got, just here locally in the Black Hills, he's got his own business called Erskine Construction. Right on. Um, and they specialize on uh, new new building New home residential. Uh, I've seen his work. It's it's amazing. So if you if you check him out, Erskine Construction. If you're in the area and you need a a new home built, Todd's your man. Hey, I, I have him in my notes actually too. Uh, <laughs> that so now we're going from shout outs to plugging plugging. Uh, that's good. We should do that, especially support your local business. Support your local. Well, we did with Lucy we're all about that. Yeah. Now we're yeah. doing with Todd. We I'll love we love our locals, and that's uh, we get support from them. We want to support. Them and all that they do, mm-hmm. man. Right on. This I, went from this went from Star Wars to inspirational. Where are we going next? We're we're going to an hour long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're going if we're not careful. Uh, as long as you're talking about Todd, and before I forget, because you said that we being we're outside the mic and we need to get a little outside the box sometime. We need to come out with a different term. You know, these kids these days they always call it shout outs. We got to come up with something really cool and new. Yeah. Well, here, let's turn it to our listeners. Listeners, if you have, yeah. can you come up with a great idea for our shout out segment? Yeah. Where we want to feature people that listen, support us. We want to feature them and support them back. Come up with a name, please. Comment Facebook, Instagram, heck, even on SoundCloud. Yeah. Website's not done yet, but it's coming. It's looking real good. Yeah, Jared. That by next time, right? That's right. That's on your to do <laughs> <to-do> list. All <laughs> right. I think, oh, speaking of which, Okay, I'm going to come back. We're going to diverge, and then we're going to come back in a little, a little bit again. Um, okay, since this wasn't in my notes, and again, I digress. That was the word I was looking for. But uh, we talked about, in the last episode, which would have been episode number four, videotaping Yes, our show. And just to let you know, I'm sure there's so many people who are anxiously looking on YouTube for this video. <laughs> it didn't work. The no. phone, the phone wasn't plugged in, and it died, and we had a very short piece of video, which would not have been worth putting out. We could <laughs> well, use some video highlights from it. Video, yes, <laughs> yeah. In our defense, we thought, "Hey, this would be cool. Let's set it up." We did it; didn't work. We'll try it again another time. Yeah, and not this time. <laughs> no, not this time. Not this time. And we decided we really want to get that nailed, and we thought we'd just do it on the phone, but that isn't working. So. You know, stay tuned. At some point, we're going to have quality video equipment, and we're going to have it right. And when we're ready to do that, we will be ready to do that. So uh, back to what we were talking about. I did want to mention, you mentioned Todd. Mm -hmm. And he also gave us an answer to one of our questions, which was... Oh, like a fact check? Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm just going to... We'll go back to fact check later. But Mm -hmm. we talked about the spelling of OM... Versus OM. And OM, if you're saying it as a mantra in a meditation, it's basically just OM. Oh. Duh. OM. That's, that's pretty easy. Didn't know that. But Todd also offered that OM is electrical <clears throat> resistance. So if you're an electrician or you're somebody who's familiar with that, OHM is how you spell OM, which is electrical resistance. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Thank so you, Todd. Brought us back. So back to the shout outs. Appreciate it. Our no, next. Now they're not shout outs. They're called whisper ins. Whisper ins. No, no. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's just, uh, I ain't going to go. I was, uh, you know, just trying to, you know, stimulate people. You were, you were trying to outside yeah. the mic and I Thank get you. it. It's Thank cool. You. Gotcha. Next up on our shout outs, uh, or whatever we're going to call it, we've got Charlotte. And uh, we just want to thank you for, for the follow and for spinning that web. <laughs> Charlotte, I'm really sorry. If you've never seen Charlotte's Web, or if you hate the movie because it, uh, it's Wilbur. your name. I'm <laughs> Marty is I'm a great sorry. guy. Yeah. Despite that I bet joke. she's honored by that. Yeah. Well, let you us know, know Charlotte. Charlotte's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Uh-oh. Thank you, Charlotte. Yeah. Thanks for that invite. Now I'm just gonna beat down the door. You compared me to a spider. <laughs> okay. Spider. Moving on. Okay. We got number three. We got Jim who likes ohm resolution. Jim, thank you, Jim, for liking ohm resolution. Thank you, Jim. S- somebody did. And then we've got our good friend Mike, who has declared disco polka as his own personal theme song. 
Way to go, Mike. We are absolutely sure that you will now be considered the coolest guy. Maybe not just in Hot Springs, but on the planet for having Ooh. Disco Polka as your theme song. Well, he is sporting a pretty cool beard nowadays. He is. I'm, it's almost Santa-like. Yes. I don't want to say that, but it's pretty He's kind of in those pictures. He's kind of that really cool buff Santa. Yeah. That's like... You know, they think he's hot and stuff, and he's got this cool beard. You know what I mean? Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. I'm talking about? He yeah. could hoist a bag of toys, he, I'm telling you. <laughs> if Mike, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He'll appreciate that, I'm sure. I'm sure he doesn't hoist bags of toys in his spirit. Well, time. but if somebody asked him to, and they wanted him to go talk to kids He'd at the be mall, physically able. He would. He would. Now, old St. Nick, old, old Chris Kringle that we know and love, probably struggles sometimes, but not Mike. Not Mike. No. Because does Santa get old? Does He has to at some point. He's going to have to get either, he's going to have to recruit an elf. Our, our, well, it's been covered before in some Christmas special. There's got to be a... There's a there's a his, historian podcast out there that debunks this myth. Oh, don't say that to me. What myth? Of whether or not Santa Claus gets old. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that thank myth. Thank you. Whew. Yeah. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> a little scared about that one. And whether right. or not the toothy fairy has teeth. Anyways, moving on. We've got toothy, number five. <laughs> toothy fairy. <laughs> Whatever. Number five, we got Bob. Bob is a good friend of ours. And uh, yes. he's always got a lot to say and we appreciate. And he's given us some great feedback on uh, our our podcast and just a cool different perspective. And, and we, we appreciate Bob. Bob, we love you. We love you for your... I asked him. I said, Bob, you know... I know we have a lot of friends and family and sometimes maybe, I don't think they're just being nice, but I'm biased sometimes too. If I listen to somebody, it's like, oh, I like that guy. I like what he does. But I told Bob, I said, you are the one person right now I can count on to just be really just cut to the quick. Let me know. And he did. And it wasn't brutal, but it was, he gave us some good feedback and we appreciate that. And we are ignited by that. Heck yeah. Yeah. Lit some fire. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse for me. Sure. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to explain that to him. No, I won't. He'll figure it out. Or he'll have some interpretation <laughs> of that. I am sure. So Absolutely. How Anyways, that's more? our shout out. So you if know, you whisper ins? You have any more whisper ins? <laughs> no, I'm not whispering in anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen. We're done like, with that. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Good night. We appreciate it. It's like have you heard of ASMR where they do that? My wife, she's, she'd always looks at, listens to those. And that's where they, they touch on your, your feet and they like tap on the microphone. ASMR? Yeah. What does that stand for? I have no idea. Come I'll on. I love acronyms. Easton. Okay. Fact well, check. Fact check it. I I'm don't know. let you know. ASMR. Easton will tell me as soon as we get home and I'll play this for it. And she'll be like, Jarrett. So get this. We, of course, and you, if you are familiar with outside the mic, last time we said, yeah, now we're going to actually write down when we have a fact check mm-hmm. so that we don't have to re-listen to our own episode to figure mm-hmm. out what fact... Yeah. We couldn't find our notes. No, we lost them. Yeah, we lost them. Yeah. So so if you are looking for an internship that does not pay... <laughs> well, internships don't usually pay, but if you're just looking for a hobby yeah. with real no benefits or kickbacks, we want you. We do, and the experience is invaluable. And invalid. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Done with the shout-outs. Let's move on. What do you got for fact checks today, Martin? Oh my gosh. Are we done with the shout outs? Really? We are. Let me check my list. I guess that's it. Shout out. Were you skipping through a field of flowers there? Whisper in. Whisper in. Did you notice that? Did you hear that little sound? I've got, so we've got our popper stoppers. If you're familiar with the audio industry, it's a little screen that goes plosives. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the plosives. Yeah. But I am wearing a cap right now, and when I get too close to my mic, the top of it hits that. So if you hear these little, <laughs> that's my cap. <laughs> that's him hitting his his stretched deerskin drum in the background. Yeah, thank you. That, that's, <laughs> that sounds better. All right, moving on to fact checks. Yes. Okay, we already talked about spelling ohm. Mm-hmm. We got that one covered. Mm-hmm. This one wasn't necessarily a fact check, but I got to mention it because I felt, <laughs> I'm sorry, especially since this was one of my... I won't, I won't call them my favorite bands, but I really liked these guys. And in fact, I was in a band, and I think we covered a couple of their tunes. You referred to them as Huey in the News, <laughs> <laughs> which reminds me of like Huey, Louie, and Dewey, the ducks or whatever. But And I didn't even, I was like so oblivious, I didn't even catch it then. But it's, folks, we know you knew. 
Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah, the band. I didn't even Thank include you. the news when I when I listened back. I went, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I'm well, hip to be nothing at this point. You are you are not hip to be anything, but yeah. but the power of love saw you through anyway. So <laughs> we, we've got that going. But it is Huey Lewis and the News, not just yep. you. Did say the News? You got that part. You said Huey and the News. Did so, I? Yeah. Oh, and I felt really dumb, like I said, for not catching that at the time so i forgive you not a fact check but more of a clarification <laughs> i guess we'll call it that more of a correction yes and then you also let's bring it back to Jarrett. Mm-hmm. you said a word funzy oh yes dinner party funzies funzy and get this i don't know if it's actually technically in miriam webster's dictionary good old miriam but the word has been tossed around, obviously. It wasn't the first time I ever heard it. No, I've used it before. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> but just so all of those out there who are into etymology, which is the origin of words. Wow. And unfortunately, Jarrett didn't originate the word funzy, but it describes a funny, crazy fool. That's you, Jarrett. <laughs> who will do anything to make someone laugh. Originated from a drunk Irish man. Oh, yeah, that's me. And it's funny. I, I, I don't even know what they're <laughs> saying here. It says, Mike, your backwards donuts are so funzy. This is what I'm reading this from my Your leader hosens are on backwards, yeah. Mike, you funzy. <laughs> that's what it's supposed to say. Your leader hosens are no, on backwards. that's German, isn't it? Oh, that I might be. That might be. But there's more. Funzies, they spell it two ways. F-U-N-Z-Y or F-U-N-Z-I-E-S. Doing things for fun, for a laugh. I think that's what you were. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So and, you were in and there. little uh, cocktail jokes are, that's exactly what they're funsies. Don't have a lot of fact checks this time. Some of them were just kind of clarifications or things that we realized maybe we should have right. known more about at the time. <laughs> we'll have a lot of those. Right. Uh, the one I mentioned, Kelly Clarkson. I talked about Dr. Gundry. And I don't mind saying, because I really do think it's a cool book, uh, The Longevity <laughs> uh, Paradox. I think that's his second in, second book. Uh, I can't remember the first one. It has something to do with longevity. Anyway, I mentioned Kelly Clarkson overcoming some condition that she had. I was totally wrong there. Mm. But she did do the Gundry diet, and she lost like 40 pounds. So oh, wow. That was That's still an achievement right there. Yeah, that is. Yeah. And uh, So, yeah, if you're looking to lose weight or get healthier, check yeah. that out. Because it's it, actually, I follow it inconsistently, but I do follow it, and I I think it's... It's actually got some good ideas about eating. Let's put it that way. Nice. There we go. Right on. All right. Cool. All right. That's it for fact check. That's the fact check. Sweet. Well. What's next? What do you got for us this week, Martin? What do I got for us this week? Okay. So I'm I'm looking through my pile of notes. Mm-hmm. I got a good one for you, Jarrett. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. We're not dealing with a B-side. We're having too much fun with our misheard lyrics. Oh, no B-side, we're doing another misheard lyric. Okay, yeah, guess the lyric. Got it. Do you want Do you want to know something, too? What? I think this is a good time to let you know. <laughs> this is just, it's funny. It's kind of the rabbit hole, but it's also like your expanding universe that happens when you start looking at this stuff. Yes. Do you know there's actually, in the dictionary, I'm not talking about slang, there is a word which they use to define misheard lyrics. Are you serious? I'm serious. What what is it? I'm not kidding you, Jarrett. Do you know what that word is? No. Well, no. Obviously, no. Obviously, you don't. No. I, I'm blown away. It almost reminds me. We said there's the Mandalorian. Yeah. This word's called the Mondegreen. Mondegreen. This is no sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a word called it's Mondegreen. It's spelled M-O-N-D-E green, like the color green. Okay. A mondegreen is a misunderstood or misinterpreted word or phrase resulting from a mishearing of the lyrics of a song. Wow. There's a, there's a word for it. There's an actual word. Google it, folks. Mondegreen. As I look at the screen. Google it, folks. <laughs> Google it, folks. This is serious. And it goes back as far as the 1950s. It says, from Lady Mondegreen, whoever that is, there's a fact check for you, a misinterpretation of the phrase, laid him on the green... I kid you not. How could you misinterpret that? <laughs> I'm not sure. From the traditional ballad, The Bonnie Earl of Murray. Wow. And while I'm at it, it says translate <laughs> Mondegreen to Filipino. Guess what it is in Filipino? 
What's that? Mondegreen. I kid you not. How about <laughs> how about Finnish? If you were Finnish, what would it what would it mean? Um, I don't know. You're gonna think I'm gonna say Mondegreen, aren't you? Right. No, it's Varen Kulit Lulunsonet. I swear, every other How one many I looked you at, have to practice that. Yeah, I didn't, and I should have. Every other language <laughs> that I looked at in here, Danish. Um, oh no, there's another one for Danish too. Misforsted Sangekster. Spell that. Oh uh, boy, you know what we do. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going way over two hours. So I'm right. mind is officially blown. Mondegreen. That there's a word. Wow. That. So that's cool. I feel like I I I've achieved a a, a learning. I mean, that's awesome, especially for this podcast, Mondegreen. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So speaking of Mondegreens. Okay. I'm going to hopefully, okay, good. I've got this set up. Jarrett, we talked about the generations. Yes. I will not be surprised <clears throat> if you actually haven't heard this song before. Okay. But I'm certain that you will be familiar with some of the details as we uncover this song. Okay. I also will not be surprised if... <laughs> I got to say a lot of you listening, however many of you are listening, <laughs> who are anywhere close to my generation, this is a misheard lyric that I know I am not alone on, for sure. Really? But speaking of that, before I go on to play the song for you too, a uh, little bit of a, not quite a fact check, but more of a clarification too. As we are delving into misheard lyrics, I took a look at the two misheard lyrics that we have explored so far. We are not oh, the only yeah. ones... Uh -huh. If you look up Part of the Plan by Dan Fogelberg. Dan Fogelberg, yeah, we did that. Mm -hmm. So I'm so relieved to know this because I'm not insane. It is common. There is uh, one of the common misinterpretations of his lyric was, someday we're going to nurse them. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to you. <laughs> That's the best one yet. <laughs> you could you could find this online. And then the other one is, one day we're going to nurse them. <laughs> so it's always about nursing. <laughs> I, wish, I wish there was some commentary of 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 dan giving like a what <laughs> what he thinks about everything Wouldn't he's it be, nursing. and he's not with us though bless his soul oh he's not really yeah, no Passed dan Fulgerberg died so oh. and speaking of which a quick um gonna choke me up but no i was a huge rush fan you heard Emperor. oh yes we need to we need to honor uh, the passing of Neil Peart, yes. drummer of Rush. Every yeah. drummer that I have met, played with, conversed with at some point in my life has has held Neil on a on his own stand, and it and yeah. it is a sad day. It was a sad day in the music industry when, when Neil passed. It, it's just amazing because you know, for it's amazing for us to get serious at all. Yeah. But, but really, I I found so many people that I didn't expect would acknowledge his passing as much as they did. But I think it is that you've had so many, not only was he a brilliant lyricist and I, I was a huge Rush fan. I yeah. saw Rush. Oh yeah. I was fortunate enough to see them live a couple times, one time in really? Rapid City. Are yeah. you serious? That's yeah. awesome. That'd have yeah. been a great show. And he was, not only was he just a, um, an incredible drummer, just, it's so, I don't even know how to describe it because he was so incredibly exuberant as a drummer that's not that's a bad word to describe it but not only that but what really got me about neil was his lyrics and mm -hmm. originally in the early days they were very um almost like fantastical kind of uh, romanticized absolutely lyrics and then later on their their lyrics evolved into being kind of more just pop like here's here's his take on a relationship or something like that which i really appreciated what he did then too he evolved absolutely so. and and correct me if i'm wrong he wrote most of the songs lyric wise he lyric wise yes. right yes. that's that's amazing uh it's almost like don henley playing the drums mm -hmm. i mean not only was he this this phenomenal musician but the but the lyrics were great too that's that's yeah. amazing. Have you ever looked at his his Neil kit? Neil was a better drummer than Don. Though. Neil was. I will say yes. <laughs> I will agree with you there. As being yeah. a huge Eagles fan, I agree a hundred percent. Have you taken a look at his kit? Uh, I have. Yeah. It's like a full three hundred and sixty. There's not yeah. an open space, and no. and <clears throat> I think the discussion in a drummer's world is, do you really need all that? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. The, all the toms and the double, but I think he he uses and implements his whole kit exactly in his in his sets you know yeah. it's it's amazing and um 
yeah, we lost a we lost a great one. We did. I think that was the difference. You t- you know, I always thought that too. Where you could have a lot of fancy looking gear surrounding you, yeah. but he utilized everything. So yeah. yeah, moving on. I loved him. Loved his lyrics. Um, and he was too young again. The older Absolutely. I get, sometimes I realize that people that I used to maybe think when I was young that was an old age, but now it just doesn't seem that old. He was sixty-seven. So. Wow. That is young. Yes. That is young. Yes, indeed. So we Rest said Dan, Dan Fogelberg had passed as well. I don't know when he passed. Um, there was a fact check in there somewhere, and I'm not sure what it was. But uh, the other misheard lyric, uh, <laughs> and this is going to take me off just for a second before I introduce you to the new one <laughs> as well, blank space. Uh, you know, I had to look these up. I'm thinking, okay. If we misheard it, somebody else had to mishear right, it. Right, right. So Blank Space by Taylor Swift. Guess mm-hmm. who also misheard that lyric? Who? Her mom. <laughs> what? I swear you to you. Serious? Taylor Swift's mom heard Starbucks lovers as well. I mean, it sounds. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so there you amazing. Go. There, that lends credence to our theory that maybe she was doing that. She wouldn't admit that, that subconsciously that that was a plug for Starbucks, Doing but her own mom misheard yeah, and called yeah. it Starbucks lovers. <laughs> so there you go. That's awesome. Does it, it makes me feel better about it. I tell you that. I don't feel like I'm like that. I'm like, okay, I'm not deaf. Right. <laughs> and that song has always been, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of T-Swift, but every time I've listened to it, I'm like, what? Starbucks lovers? What? Yeah. That's that a new thing I don't understand again in this, <laughs> you know, new world. It's one like you, like we said before. Even if you know the correct lyric and you listen to it, you still tend to hear it wrong because oh, it's yeah. just so obvious. And that ties us in perfectly to our new one because I think you're gonna. This is one that, from my research, um, I found is unparalleled as far as the misheard lyrics are concerned because okay. a lot of people mishear this. So I don't even know if you know the song. I will tell you the song. Okay. It's called Blinded by the Light. Blinded by the Light. Okay. It was no. originally written by Bruce Springsteen. This is a Bruce Springsteen song. Really? Yes. The and boss, it was huh? The boss. And it was, this I did not know. And in fact, I didn't even know he wrote it until a few years ago. And I decided to look that up because I realized it was a misheard lyric. And I'm like, what am I actually hearing in that Blinded song? Blinded by the Light. No, I don't think I've, I, and maybe I have heard it, but it's not something that's that I can remember off the top of my head. You might when you hear the song. Okay. So the version that I'm going to play and the version that most people are familiar with, which is why I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever heard of Manford Mann's Earth Band? No, definitely okay. not. Okay. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Manford <clears throat> Mann's Earth Band. So this song originally, and it was released on his debut album. Springsteen? Yeah. Really? Yes. His debut. Was this a big hit of his? No. Really? That's, that's the interesting thing. His debut album, and I'm just discovering a lot of this myself, was called Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Hmm. Critically acclaimed, and yet there wasn't, I don't think he had a single song that charted on that album. Really? And they, but someone, this, what'd you say his name is? Milford, Manford Manford. Manford. He covered, and he covered this song. Yeah. It, literally, it was like three years later. I think it actually went to number one in 1977. So On the Billboard's? Billboard Hot 100. Deal. USA, okay. Number wow. one. Which I got a lot of info and I didn't, you know, it's funny because you start to dig a little bit, do a little digging. Mm, do a little digging. And you find out more <laughs> than you even thought you would discover. But this song is Bruce Springsteen's only song that he penned that went to number one in the U.S. Bruce Springsteen, really? Yeah, isn't that wow. crazy? His solo stuff, Dancing in the Dark, went to number two. Uh, he was involved with the uh, fundraiser for We Are the World, and that oh, went yeah. to number one. Right. But that wasn't solo. And so, so this one went to number one. The This is the cover version that went to cover number version. one. Cover exactly. version. Not his version. Not his version. And if you listen to And that's to the his two, only song that went to number yes, one? Yes. Yeah. And he the had boss, a ton of hits. Really? The boss. Yeah. I was wow. shocked. Shocked to find that out. I'm learning so much on this episode. See, I'm, this is the whole outside the mic reason we are, we've come together to converse about this. 
these yeah. th- these topics. That's awesome. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. We're, we're getting educated. <laughs> we certainly are. So I'm going to give you, and this one's easy because the song starts out with the uh, the lyric that we are talking about. Okay, what's it, what's the word called again? The word? The, the oh, word um, for Miss Heard. What's it um, called? Mondegreen. 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 I'm ready to hear the Mondegreen. Are you ready for your Mondegreen? Here comes your Mondegreen, Jared. I'm ready. <sighs> Ever heard it? No. I don't think so. Not yet. Anyway. Oh, Lordy. They'll come right in with the lyric. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, one more time. They say it. Okay, so you know Blinded by the Light. That's I've the heard, first okay. line. I've heard this. <laughs> I've heard this. Play it. Play it again. Hold on. I got Are you serious? I need okay. to make sure. Okay, folks. You're, you're already going, yeah. I know what I think that is. So we got Blinded by the Light, and then we've got da-da-da-da-da. That's yeah. the part that's in question. The, okay. Yeah, okay. I know what you're... Okay, I'm, one okay. more time. Here we go. This sounds nothing like Bruce Springsteen's version, by the way. <laughs> From your reaction, I know you're mishearing it again. Oh, you can admit it, Jarrett. You don't. You you know this is not a. Test. I'm gonna be so embarrassed, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna know. Go. Then you're then you're hearing what everybody else probably heard too. Okay, let's put it that so, way. So blinded by the light, <laughs> and I've got. Okay, I've got blinded by the light. Ran up like a douche. Yeah, you're. Yeah, <laughs> is that right? You're wrong, but you're right. I mean, yeah. You're saying ran up like ran a ran up like a douche, another roamer in the night. I mean, I don't, but it's that's the that's the part that's you're on me. track. You are really? on track. I'm telling you. Okay, what I heard, and I think what most of America heard, or what everybody else heard, was wrapped up like a douche. <laughs> stop I it! Swear stop you. it! Stop it! Stop well, it. why you say stop it? What what does douche mean, Jack? <laughs> Whatever, dude. Is that okay? That's not. I mean, it's clear as day. It's it's douche, right? Let me look through my notes. I thought so. And this is one that literally for years I did not even consider looking at. And I think it was probably a couple years ago, two or three years ago. And I'm like, you know what? I heard it on the, it was on a classic uh, radio station. Uh, and I'm like, I've never, now we have the internet. I'm going to go on and look at what that actual lyric is. To be honest, that's the first time I realized it was a Bruce Springsteen song, and and it was uh, I thought it was Manfred Mann's song. Bruce Springsteen wrote it. He wrote it originally, and his they actually changed his lyrics slightly. But originally, the lyric was "Cut loose like a deuce." Cut loose like a deuce. Okay. (laughs) Which okay, so you have loose and deuce rhymes. So are they singing? But are they singing? Manfred, you said are they singing? Douche? No. I can't even... I feel like a school... Are they singing? Are they singing the bad word? <laughs> this makes me wonder if they didn't do this on purpose because they changed the lyric to revved up like a deuce. Revved up like a Revved deuce? up like a deuce is the actual lyric. In my in my day, deuce means taking a poo. <laughs> it does. Dropping a deuce. That's that's oh, always the... Oh, okay. Revved... Okay, revved up like a like the deuce? Like a deuce? Revved up like a deuce. So deuce, let me give you a history on that. <laughs> There's so much... This is so... Like, talk about going down the rabbit what? hole with this one. I'm telling you. So Bruce explains it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Manford is... They're not singing douche. They're not... They're, they're singing not. revved up... Revved up like a deuce. Like a deuce, like a and deuce. Bruce Spring is he's singing Bruce cut Spring loose, like cut a deuce. loose like a deuce, which makes a little more sense because so loose and deuce, deuce rhyme at least. Yeah. A deuce is, and I had to look that up too. You may remember a very famous album. It was called Little Deuce Coop. 
by the Beach Boys. Oh, you ever heard that song? Excuse my little loose coop. You don't know what I'm at. Okay. That's so, another one where I didn't know what the heck they were singing right there. Well, I didn't really know <laughs> what they were talking about. And then I looked that yeah. up. So Ford in 1932, the Ford Motor Company. Wow. That's like the, the model series. Yeah. Right? It was Model B. A Model B model in 1932. B. And because it was 32, two being deuce. Okay. Yes. They called it a deuce coupe. A deuce coupe. Okay. Nope. So deuce is referring to the 1932 Ford Model B, the first V8. <laughs> in a popular priced production car, the two in 1932 is how they get the name deuce. So Bruce was referring to the same thing the Beach Boys were referring to. A car. A car. Exactly. Okay, so, revved up like a deuce. And he said cut loose. So revved makes sense, but I still, yeah. if you listen to this song, and I hate to do it one more time, I'm, I'm not going to do it another time, but folks, if you want to listen yourself, I swear he says douche. He does it not. Sounds, he's got a, yeah. It sounds, I mean, it's probably not translating very well over the mic, but it sounds like, it sounds like the bad word. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Well, and it's, that's, that's a funny nuts. part. It's not even a bad word, but it's so... I'm still... It's well, such it's, a personal it's word. so bad nowadays that it's, yeah. Well, you know, kids are using and calling names and... Well, they do, and it's... young Wigber snappers are calling each other them names. Well, it's feminine hygiene, so get this. Right. Bruce Springsteen himself hmm? says, Manfred Mann changed several lyrics, including changing cut loose like a deuce to revved up like a deuce, which results in one of the most notorious... Mondegreens. <laughs> I can't believe there's a word for that in rock history as generations of fans have misheard it as wrapped up like a douche. Wrapped and up like a douche. That's, that's what, exactly that's what, what it sounds like. Yeah. Now, so Springsteen has even joked that his song did not become popular until it was rewritten to be about feminine hygiene products. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would never. Oh, I would, if my song... First of all, I'd never, I would never, I mean, it sounds like he's saying, it sounds just like it. I'm sorry. It sounds like he's saying douche. It sounds, that's crazy. But are you going to complain when that royalty check rolls in? No, definitely not. I could use a royalty check right about now. Yeah. And here is the interesting part for me, reflecting back and thinking about him in his burgeoning career, mm -hmm. debut album, no charts, uh, no singles charted at all. And wow. suddenly these guys, three years later, make one of his songs a number one hit. So you know that that, I mean, whatever yeah. he was doing, suddenly he had a huge influx of royalties uh -huh. that helped propel him. So Manfred Mann might have actually helped make Bruce Springsteen what he is today. Yeah. So. Gosh, that would be a hard pill to swallow to be like, here's my... A little bit. <laughs> it's got this... This Mondegreen in it. A Mondegreen. He's got a Mondegreen. <laughs> That's a good, nice. Because she laid him in the grass. <laughs> Thank Stop goodness it. she laid him in the grass. Or we, wouldn't know it, we wouldn't know anything about that. Oh. Okay, before we move on, and I hate to make this last so terribly long, but there is also a, let me cover my pages and pages of notes here. There is now a movie called Blinded by the Light. Oh really? Yes, 2019. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Is this anything it more. to do with the song though? No, but it has to do with Bruce Springsteen's songs altogether. The oh wow, the director producer of this film was somebody who was a huge fan of Bruce Springsteen. So the movie is, I think it's kind of based <clears throat> on his lyrics, and I didn't have time to really dive into that, so I want to. Um, like we we did with Rolling Stones, where we carried them forward through about three episodes. <laughs> this one's got so much cool information that I think we're probably going to uh, move forward a little bit with this one, too. That's next why episode. you were so. asking me if I've ever seen Springsteen yes. Broadway. What was it called? It's called, um, I think it's just called Live on Broadway, or uh, Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. Okay. That's what, okay. Yeah. So yeah, anybody funny. out there, and I've got it. A disclaimer, I was never... Well, this, there's two disclaimers here, actually, for us. When we talk about an artist, we decided right away, this isn't about our um, our popular list of people that we... Our faves. Yeah, this, this isn't, isn't about, about our faves. No. No. This is just, if we, you know, through some kind of 
um, mention or thought or whatever leads us in some direction, we find something interesting out. And it's kind of turning into that where it's like one thing leads to another. Yeah. But that's what we're curious about. We're not just going, hey, this is my favorite uh, pop star, or this is my favorite musician or songwriter. No. We're going to research them. It just, who it's, would have thought? It's you been, know? we're getting as much of the outside of the mic perspective as you guys are. It, yeah. Every week we're, we're trying to dig up things that we, we had knew nothing of yeah. or that we went, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's, it's just a, as uh, rewarding for us as, as to just listen to the, to it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And this one, I didn't even give it any consideration until a couple of days ago. I was just thinking about misheard lyrics and I'm like, oh man, I remember looking this one up. Yeah. And what also reminded me of Springsteen, and that's why I wanted that my first, my other disclaimer is that growing up, I actually did not like Bruce Springsteen. Really? And yeah, it was part of it was I think when you're young and somebody was like, he's the boss. And I'm like, well, who named him the boss? You know, it's like, it seemed to me like, that with all the other great artists and songwriters out there that calling him the boss, but now I get it. And if you have any interest at all in Bruce Springsteen, check out that special on Netflix. It's called Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. Brilliant storyteller, great sense of humor, plays huh. the piano, plays the guitar, writes great lyrics. Oh, yeah. Um, well, we yeah, just I'm, learned a song. We just learned Dance in the Dark for, for oh, fun, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. A couple weeks ago. I forgot about yeah. that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I yeah. and I have to relate with you, and then I I never liked Bruce either. I didn't like him, and he, and John Cougar Mellencamp always reminded me Ooh. of each other because okay. they always had that, you know, that kind of crazy, just that that raspy, I get horny sound. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't like that at, at mm. first, but I will say after, especially after we we learned Dance in the Dark, I had a little better. Respect because the I feel like I, like I really like the words for dancing in the dark. I, I'm I like just sitting here with my mouth like a gape again <laughs> because I forgot about the fact that you brought that in. Yeah, we were getting ready to do a gig. We were doing a birthday party gig or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. and you wanted to learn dance. And I'm like, where in the heck did you come up with that? I was so. So, yeah, I was so stoked about the lyrics, and then yeah, I don't think we right even on. played it for the party, but it was fun to learn anyways. Right on. So how far are we into this one, Jared? Well, we're sitting about the top of 50 minutes. <laughs> that's all right that's all right oh uh, my let's just keep it rolling let's keep it rolling so sweet so you said there was a movie about there was a movie and i have a really neat quote from it but i think i'm gonna wait with that uh just because this is really oh my gosh Okay, so the movie's called Blinded by the Light. Blinded by the Next Light. Next episode, What's we're going to talk about Blinded by the Light. Okay. Oh, you're going to yeah. make them wait, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ow. Hit my knee on the thing. Okay, so what's that? Go. Okay, so I will. We'll, it, we'll call this a teaser. A teaser. Okay, I don't even know who these characters are, but I think it's kind of neat the way they refer to Bruce, and it kind of sums up a little of the Springsteen aura, okay, so to speak. Javed is a character, and this is in, I think this is in, it has, this is in Pakistan? This has like a... Really? It, yeah, it's it has, it discusses uh, racism and other different things as mm. well. Um, but Javed talks to Ms. Clay after class, so it's a teacher, mm-hmm. about his poetry and diaries. During lunch, Roops... Another character, I don't know who is, so (laughs) these are definitely teasers, approaches him and gives him two Bruce Springsteen cassette tapes, calling Springsteen the direct line to all that is true in this shitty world. Wow. The direct line to all that is true in this shitty world. Yeah, that's Springsteen. That is, and I think it sums up whoever the director, producer, whoever did this, their sentiments towards Bruce. What a good, yeah. Yeah. They must be big. Yeah, what a good. That's nice. There you go. Sweet. That's right. that was a that was a whirlwind, man. That was a cool. Good job. No wonder you've got like a stack of papers. Well, I'm telling you, you know, this this is that's what I love about doing this. To be honest, because you think you're just hearing a misheard lyric, and suddenly you're into Mondegreens and the story about him writing. It's just like there's so much behind the scenes. That's amazing. One, there's which is also outside the mic. That's absolutely outside yeah. the mic. Yeah. I mean, look at his the the 
what do I want to say? The ideology, is that a word? Ideology. Ideology, word, thank yeah. you. If you actually say it together as one Mer- word, it's not Merriam-Webster, like thank you. Yeah. Uh, of Springsteen has, and uh, his and his one song, Blind by the Light, has taken, has inspired creativity. <laughs> Stop. You can't eat chips in the middle of the podcast, I can't if I'm quiet. Oh. <laughs> It's inspired a, a filmmaker. This obviously, this yeah. director, he's had a huge influence and has has given him a a tilt of the hat to Springsteen. That's awesome. Yeah, well, all from Blinded by the Light, yeah. revved up like a douche. I mean, that's awesome. Well, all from <laughs> for, for her. Anything that he his writings, you could refer to it as that. His writings represent. Yeah, and so between that and the fact that he did this. Um, Springsteen on Broadway thing as well. I mean, if you check both of those out, you're probably going to know more than you ever wanted to know about Bruce Springsteen, but you're going to understand who this guy really is. Yes. At that point. So that's cool. That's awesome. That is the, that's the power of music right there. Right on. Well, cool. I, um, I did something a little different too this week and, and I'm, I was a little nervous at the beginning of the week. I I had another story lined up and then, you and I had talked about this one when before we even started outside the mic. Smoke in the water? Are you serious? No, I remember talking about that. But are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about. Okay, so let me hold on before we go into. Oh, further. this is crazy. Yeah, okay. so Marty and I were talking way before we started outside the mic. Just the crazy story behind the song "Smoke on the Water" by I the famous classic hard rock uh, rock band Deep Purple. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you can follow the story. There's just crazy lyrics in, in the actual smoke on the water is, is a iconic rock song. Any guitar player, one of their first songs that they're going to learn is smoke on the water and bass player. Yeah. And so, but there's a whole story behind it, a true story that had happened that inspired them to write this song. And, and, Yes, it doesn't follow under the suit of what they did outside of their career. It's very much mm-hmm. in their career. They were in the they were in the depth of their career, their high of their career when they wrote this. Yeah. But the story can't be passed up. And I kept coming up on stories like this yeah. that I found super interesting and I felt bad not sharing them. So yes, it's not them, you know, starting an animal sanctuary and doing all of this. It's very much in their career. <laughs> yeah. But I'm hoping that somebody out there will be like, holy crap, I didn't know this. That's awesome. And it, and it's going to give new respect to Smoke on the Water. Instead of being just a guitar hero song, yeah. it's got, I mean, it's it was a place in time when this happened. And, and so I want to broaden the horizons a little bit on the outside the mic segment. And and I think you and I have talked about it, so you're, you're going to hear a lot of it. But Okay, well, my mouth is agape again because <clears throat> I can't believe you, you went there, which I'm happy you did, but... Let me interject there. Uh-huh. If you recall as well, our theme song tied in to that riff on Smoke on the Water. Do you That's recall that? Right. Yes. <gasps> yes. That's right. We were jamming and Yep. <sighs> so and the reason that even came up for me is because I'm sure anybody who knew the song, knew who Deep Purple was or whatever realized that this was supposed to be I, their story was always that this was based on some kind of true story that happened with the band yeah but although i heard that growing up i never really knew what the story was and so i started looking it up and you and i were like jamming on this and it's probably going to be hard to tell if you listen to our theme song right but we did we started jamming on that and we got into this little groove which later on we had recorded and i came back in the studio and i'm like this is a good place to start and that was the, that was the emphasis. That yeah. was the seed, the impetus. That's the word I'm looking for <laughs> for our theme song, LTM. The book that comes to my mind that you and I talk about all the time, mm-hmm. "Steal Like an Artist." Yeah, yeah. That's practically what we did with the theme song. We started jamming. Yeah, yep. I remember now. We started jamming on "Smoke on the Water." Yep. And then we decided, no, we kind of want this funky, kind of cool tune. Yeah. But the the bones of it was very much that what the G minor kind of feel G I forget what G major we were in right. something like yeah, that yeah. yeah and uh, yeah oh my gosh I forgot about that that's awesome yeah. so that that makes perfect that's Sweet. totally appropriate Sweet, Go sweet, ahead. sweet okay so away with you sir yes 
December 4th, 1971. Wow. The legendary hard rock band Deep Purple were in uh, Montreal, Switzerland. Is that? Are you eating chips? Could you just, this isn't a movie. You're not at the theater right now. No, that was, that's like my popcorn. Are you, are you doing a whispering? Montreal, Switzerland. Is that right? Montreal. No, I believe it was in France. M-O, no, M-O-N-T-R-E-U-X. Montreal. Montreau, France. Montreau? I believe it was Mont- No, it's Montreux, Switzerland. Jared, we're going to research it. I just, I forgot to how to pronounce it. Anyways, we'll okay, look at it. It's Montreux, Switzerland, okay? okay? All right. I'm going to look. You, you keep going. I'm going to research that. Yes, please look it up for me. Gosh, dang go. it. All right, here we go. December 4th, 1971. Deep Purple were in Montreux, Switzerland. Okay. Recording their six... <clears throat> recording their sixth studio album, Deep Purple. Like you got me so flustered right now, I can't even. <laughs> Deep Purple chose to record the album using a mobile recording studio. Get this. Oh, it like was that. meant to be. Get this. A mobile recording studio uh, that they had rented from the Rolling Stones. <laughs> No kidding. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm, I apologize. You were right. It is Montreux, Switzerland. Montreux, Switzerland. Yes. Okay, cool. Okay. How the stones keep ending up in the stores, I, I have no idea, but I, I promise I don't own lips and tongues. That's incredible. No. Yeah. No, it's Rolling Stone magazine, though, right? Or was it the Rolling Stone, the band? No, the Rolling Stones. Is it what it says? The, the, the article, I think it came right out of their wiki page. The Rolling Stones. They have their grip. They have their like tentacles. They're like us. veins the in a stone. body. They're I everywhere. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they had rented outside this the stones outside the. Yeah, they had a funny name for it. I'm coming up on it. Um, they rented this mobile recording studio from the Rolling Stones, and uh, the band called the mobile studio the Rolling Truck Stones thing. Whoa. Okay, (laughs) the rolling truck stones thing. Cool. Yeah, so their chosen location to park the mobile studio was the the Montreux Casino in Switzerland. Montreux, right? Is that what we agreed on? Montreux, Switzerland. Let me... I'm sorry, and I don't want to interrupt you too much, but I've got to... Just in case there's somebody out there going, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. We're just going to go... Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. When we all came out to Montreux. There we go. There it is. Okay, <laughs> just in case you were wondering, which maybe you weren't, but even if you're young, you'll remember that. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, so that night, December 4th, Deep Purple were at the casino while um, a popular festival was going on, and I forget the name, but it's coming up later in the article. Um I believe it was the the Montreux Jazz Festival. Anyways, while they were cool. at the casino, Frank Zappa and the Mothers. Was it the Mothers? No, that's in the song. Yeah, Frank Zappa and the yeah, Mothers. That was yeah. his band, uh, yeah. Frank Zappa and the Mothers. Um, they were having a concert. Um, the Zapp- Zappa concert was to be the final show of the year before the casino closed down, giving Deep Purple time to finish their album. And I think they were closing down because it was the off season or they were getting ready to do some renovations. Um, anyways, it was, it, it, they were closing down for the year and Deep Purple was going to use the casino, uh, park the mobile there and the mobile studio there set up and record their sixth album there. Right on. During the concert, someone in the audience fired off a flare gun hmm. at the ceiling in the casino, starting what was described by Deep Purple, the Deep Purple's bass player, Roger Glover, as probably the biggest fire I'd ever seen up to that point. And probably ever seen in my life. I remember there was very little panic getting out because it didn't seem like much of a fire at first. But when it caught, it went up like a fireworks display. And in the lyrics, the reference is some stupid with a flare gun. Some stupid with a flare gun. Burn the place to the ground. Exactly. Yes. Right on. Pause. It is said... That the director of the Montreal Jazz Festival, which was the, the festival that was going on, mm-hmm. Claude Nobs or Nobs. Um, <laughs> Claude, listen, listen, listen. Nobs or Nobs. Claude, I don't know how to say his last name. Um, helped many of the audience members out of the casino to escape the fire. And that's why, though it seemed like a little fire, he was helping to keep the crowd light and hmm. able to escape. With the, and I think 
there was reported no injuries, no serious injuries. That was my next question. Um, did seriously nobody died or got hurt? No, yeah, none right, that was, was reported. Nothing that I found in the articles that I read. Nobody okay, the was funky hurt. Claude they called him. Right, the funky Claude. Yeah, yeah was running, running in and out. out is referring yeah. to Claude Nobbs, the director of the Montreux Jazz Festival. You got it up. Some of the yeah. audience escaped the fire. Exactly. Very cool. Yes. All yep. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, um, what I've got for you though, what I found that I thought would be cool to share, and I. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I'm just. Oh, uh, he's playing it. Can you do that from School of Rock? Doom, 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 doom. Yes. Oh, yeah, and then it's just become doom, 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 doom. Right, right. If you're a bass player, by the way, or you want to be a bass player, you're going to learn that, and then that's... That's all you'll play for months. Yeah. Maybe then years. Just, then you just play those eight notes. And then the next thing you'll play is Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Yeah. That'll be that. Yeah. Anyways, I found something super cool that I love. One thing that I love about podcasts is when they share... Actual footage from an event, that they, if like it's a historic or like a, we we listen to uh, my favorite murder, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes they play like actual nine one one calls from a from oh. a, yeah, and okay. it's it's like holy cow, you feel like Creepy. you're actually there. Yeah. So um, I found a recording of the incident on Frank Zappa's bootlegged album called Swiss Cheese Fire. No, seriously, a video of the actual, not a video, an audio recording. Oh. And I've got it here. No. Yes. Okay, so this is a real treat. I this had is... no idea there was anything yes. legitimately related to the actual. And event. you can hear okay. there's not a lot of screaming. There's not, there's one, whoever walks into the microphone says, fire. There's okay. not a lot of screaming going on. But anyways, so I had to go about a minute 15 into the video. <laughs> Marty's, just, Marty's just holding this like acoustic guitar. <laughs> like he's ready to... To, to Just start in case his it first, needs a theme song. His first classical number. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyways, Go, really. I'm, okay. I'm with you, babe. So Go here. <laughs> so here it is. Yeah. Zappa's album. It's off of Zappa's album called Swiss Cheese Fire. And this is actual recordings from the fire. Wow. Right in the middle of their concert. I had to fast forward I, about a minute. mind is officially blown. A this minute 11 cool. into the recording. Here okay. we go. The Montreux okay. Casino Fire. Smoke I have on the water. Bumps. Here we go. Listen. Yeah. Sounds like a siren. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. What did he say? Arthur Brown in person, I think. Calmly go towards the exit. See how calm they are? Yeah. I hear people screaming. No, nobody's screaming. They're just talking. Yeah, probably. Calmly. So that's Claude probably saying that. That's probably Claude. There's probably a guitar feeding back or something. Claude Dobbs. Mike, maybe. That's a girl screaming. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, the, and then it goes then into... the spliced video, they actually start playing. <laughs> oh, I was in the wrong key, sorry. <laughs> I'll get there, but I am. That is amazing. Isn't that crazy? But listen, how calm. You know, I think if there was a fire that burst out, he said it looked like a small one, but it 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 burnt the casino to the ground. Burn the place to the ground. I I don't know if, I mean, calm. I wouldn't say they were. These people were not like freaked out they weren't freaking out no but i don't know about calm because you can definitely well you can tell there's a crowd there's definitely i'm a big just crowd. still i'm totally i do i have like goosebumps i'm totally blown away that there's an actual recording i i did the same thing of, when i was looking at it i went no way that's why yeah, that was no like way. yeah that was where you said i gotta do this i right? got yeah, I, yeah at yeah. that point i'm like there's okay. no this is what needs to happen so wow there you go claude or whoever was in the in the mic saying calmly go move towards the exit I mean, wow, that's awesome. So like I said, no major injuries were reported, but the casino burnt to the ground. So this left Deep Purple in a bind as they had rented this expensive mobile recording studio, but had no place to set it up. And they, that did not, they got it out. It didn't get ruined. Uh, they, yeah, I don't think because, because the, the festival is still going on, they didn't actually set the equipment up. 
Okay. It's not like okay. it's not like what when I think of a mobile recording studio, I'm thinking it's like a maybe a trailer or something where they can go in and record. This sounded like they had to take things out, set mm-hmm. it up. Well, think of mobile now compared to back then. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were probably still recording on tape back then. Yeah. 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 So. Um, well, probably. Yeah. They yeah. Definitely. Nineteen. What did yeah. I say? Nineteen seventy-one. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So this lefty purple in a bind. And so they started shopping around locations in Montreux, but they had little luck. They found themselves setting up at a local theater called The Pavilion. Hmm. And um, what I found was that uh, during the recording process, um, it it came to a halt when neighbors complained and police were called essentially shutting down the production of the album at The Pavilion. Okay. So uh, what I read, there was a few tracks that were recorded at The Pavilion, but most of it was recorded at their other location. And so... Um, they found themselves back at the Montreal Grand Hotel, and that's where that's right next to the casino, um, which then that didn't burn down. Where they were staying, yeah, okay. didn't burn down. So they were back there, and they had uh, the hotel was nearly empty because of probably the mishap because of oh, the fire. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. So the band got the idea to go ahead and rent the hotel and use it as their recording studio. So they they converted the hallways and the stairwells into makeshift studios and booths. Wow. We've talked about it. So our, our studio is in a in a, a, a big building shared with other businesses, and we have kind of have a space in the back. And we've talked about recording vocals in the hallway because of the reverb. Yeah, yeah. So I imagine they had the same. Yeah. That stuff fascinates me. When you're yeah. getting, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, but I'm, I'm assuming that they use what they they could there mm-hmm. and have probably got some natural reverbs or some cool, crazy room noises from these hallways or stairwells that they were in. Well, and for me and other listeners, I'm sure who <laughs> I can age myself again, but the album was machine head machine head. Right. Yeah. Or released in early 1972. Talk about the classic deep purple songs. Cause you have yeah. smoke in the water. You have highway star, highway star, right? Brilliant. song. if you yeah. have not heard highway star, Listen to Highway Star. Yeah, That's yeah. a really cool song. Uh, As a kid, I remember I started playing guitar when I was 11, and the Deep Purple, the Machine Head album was one of the first rock right albums. On. I was a huge ACDC fan, everything ACDC. So then I started branching out, and uh, Deep Purple was one of the when the very first, and I and I fell in love nice. with the guitar riffs, and of course, Smoke on the Water. That's classic. Mm-hmm. Was Space Trucking on that S- album? Space Trucking was on that. Yep. That's another killer that. song. Oh yeah, yeah I love it. Go I Space Trucking, truckin', come yeah. on. <laughs> And so was all of this recorded in this hotel? So, yeah. So let me, let me carry on. Um, I will for once. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you that. So, um, like I said, they converted the hallways and stairwells into the makeshift studio. And that's where the magic began as they recorded their sixth album. Mm -hmm. Roger Glover, the bass player, like I mentioned before, um, he's the one that commented about how crazy the fire was and, and how, how how big it ended up being mm-hmm. had a dream a few nights after the casino uh when it after the fire where he stated that in the dream he saw the smoke from the fire spreading over lake um geneva i'm guessing g-e-n-e-v-a geneva yeah. over lake geneva yeah. Yeah. a lake close to the casino this is what sparked lyrics for for smoke on the water oh so it wasn't like that day no. But it was a result of the fire, obviously. Right. So, and yeah. if I remember right, some of the lyrics were recorded or some of the the main vocal tracks were recorded at the pavilion. Um, but most most of what you hear is recorded at the the Grand Montreux wow. Hotel. Wow. Yeah. And that was the birth. That was the birth of Motorhead. That's where the, the story of smoke on the water comes from. So they've since then they've they've rebuilt the the casino. It's it's there now, and then they had to relocate that jazz festival. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is now still being uh, held today at the Grand Montreux, uh, which casino. is literally the the city is Montreux, Switzerland Montreux, yeah. as well. So wow. And that's the story of Smoke on the Water, baby. I love it. I love that. And I can't believe that you went back because that was, as much as it was an impetus for us in the early stages of doing Outside the Mic, 
I never really thought we'd go back there, but it really is a fast, especially having that live audio. Is that crazy? That caps it for me. That's just, you're like in the room when you get to hear stuff like that. I love, yeah, yeah. I love that. I mean, a moment caught in time that was huge. Yeah. Smoke on the water is huge. Um, and I should have gotten the, I remember reading, but I should have gotten it. Maybe you can pull it up on the wiki page, but smoke on the water was like number one. It's it, on the billboard charge it, at charts. It, it, and I think it ranks like in the top five of um, like the top hard rock songs. You'll have to you'll have to check me on that. I'm gonna. We might end up having up. to do a little bit of fact checking because I remember reading about that riff. That riff too, yes. and that riff was where it all started. And, and I think it was was it Glover who came up with the riff. I don't I don't remember, but they have since honored Deep Purple in in the Montreal Switzerland Montreal mm-hmm. Montreal mm-hmm. Switzerland. And uh, there's a statue, and on this statue, below the statue is a uh, is a little. Um, uh, it's a pretty much a staff, a little base for this. No, with the <laughs> notes of that riff. Oh no! On it. Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh. Since it's such a classic all time riff, there's a statue wow. there uh, that has those and on it, and they've been honored in that. And they always go back and play at Montreal. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. So the next episode of Outside the Mic is going to be from Montreux, Switzerland. <laughs> we're going to travel there. <laughs> we are. We're, we're going to sit at the, the foot of that statue and we're going I to... remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was really bad. But if, uh, wow. Wouldn't so it be cool if we could? You know, someday we're like, yeah, no, we talked about that. So we're going to fly to Switzerland now. In our jets. We're going at to the end of the year. jets. Like, oh. <laughs> no. we're gonna pretend we're going to montreux switzerland wow That's right this is the longest episode ever ladies and gentlemen absolutely but man that story just gears me up that, i love it that is what and there's gonna be more i, I, I keep stumbling you surprised upon me with that i gotta give you credit you did not I, that would not have been the story i would have thought that you would have jumped onto. No. which I, this is what's Makes it fun for you and I because right. you caught me off guard with that one. I didn't think we were going to revisit "Smoke in the Water," but well, it, but good, you good un, job with the Springsteen song too. I mean, that was, hey, that hey, was yeah, awesome. That was fun. that was it's, awesome, and that's relevant with the movie. It's yeah, relevant right now, now I want to awesome. see that movie, and I also want to yeah, watch, watch the rest it. of his uh, Broadway deal as well. I got to so, check that out I'll for sure. Check that out. All right. Well, that was uh, that was this episode of Outside the Mic. Be sure to listen to us on uh, SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and uh, we are on social media: Facebook, Instagram. We appreciate everybody's feedback and love. Absolutely. If you search on Outside the Mic, I don't know why that happens, but some of the places where you might listen to a podcast, even if you put in Outside the Mic, we might might not be the first one that comes up, even though. We're the only one that says outside the mic. There's nobody else, but be patient. Go down the list and we're there. But uh, anybody who's listening, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche under the rain.